it's an interesting time actually for a business like Uber. Clearly it's got the brand awareness, clearly it's got the technology platform, it's got the firepower in terms of financial liquidity. It is now in a profitable position. So in terms of sort of creating shareholder value, that's going to have gone down very, very well. Warning for all tour operators in the UK, Uber wants to take your business. Oh my gosh, that is the big news that is hitting the streets. So let's unpack this a little bit because Uber is very well known for being the uh, cab hailing app, right? Uber is a technology platform that has done absolutely incredible in terms of disrupting that market. But guess what? Now it is coming after the travel space. So this is major, major news. This story broke uh, quite recently and the BBC actually covered this. Now, one of the things that's so interesting about this is, well, there's a lot that's interesting about it, but it's the aggressive diversification that Uber is following. So for any travel business in the UK, should we be worried? Well, let's have a look and see if we should be. So let's unpack the, the facts. So Uber traditionally has been a loss-making business, right? It's been very much reinvesting for growth and it has had, you know, controversy in the past as well. Now, the CEO, Dara, was previously the CEO of Expedia, but he was bought in in 2017 to kind of stabilise the ship, really, and also to, you know, kind of really focus on getting the business back into profitability as well. And that actually happened in terms of the results that were recently announced. So for the period um, from April to June 2023, Uber have announced profits of $326 million. Now that is compared to a loss of the prior year of $713 million. Now, not only that, but they also grew the revenue by 14% in that period to 9.2 billion. But during that time, the costs only actually went up by 2%. So what you can see there is, you know, growth in the top line revenue, which really is a reflection of the market coming back in general. People are back in cities, they're back working, they're actually requiring the services of, of Uber. But also the fact that um, Dara has had this razor light focus on not only continuing to grow the business, but also the profitability, right? Because, you know, you can only go on for so long as a loss making business, clearly. But that management of costs during a time of growth is what has led to the profitability. Now, ironically, the actual largest increases were outside of the US and Canada. So what does that mean for the UK, for other European markets? Well, interestingly, with Uber, you know, they are known as being a disruptor, right? Um, and actually shaking up the market. If you think about how life used to be, you know, I lived in London for 30 years and I still have a home there today. Uh, but, you know, back in the day, there were really only two choices. There was a black cab and you'd be lucky if you could flag one down at very, very high prices or there'd be mini cabs, you know, very often unlicensed, not particularly safe. Uber came along and totally disrupted the model, right? Using technology, convenience, 
and having an app that allows you to not only be safe, but also to really have that availability at your fingertips, at great convenience, credit card details all in. So in terms of disrupting the model, Uber have been absolutely like kind of firing all cylinders, really, um, in, in that perspective. So now... What does it mean if they're coming after travel? Well, let's have unpack it and have a little look at that. So during that time, again, just the scale, I just want to share some of the stats with you. So during April and June, actually 25 million trips were made per day on Uber. Per day, it's huge, right? And that was up 22% versus the prior year. Now, when we're looking at that in terms of the total rides during that quarter, that adds to 2.3 billion rides between that period of April and June. And as I said to you, the profitability has also increased from $713 million loss to $326 million profit in April and June. So, that's kind of really, you know, the backstory to Uber, which has been a very, very successful brand, amazing brand awareness, disrupted the sector, has been loss making for many years, but now is actually in a profitable position based on the leadership of Dara and also the team there. Now, what's interesting is that in May, Uber actually went live in the UK, allowing flights to be booked on the app. So, you know, this is re a really important development because clearly for any travel business in the UK and in other markets as well, you know, that's going to be something to sort of think about, you know, because what is that going to actually do to, in particular, you know, sort of travel agents, um, OTAs, etc., and tour operators. So, you know, the headline on the BBC last week was tour operators in the UK are on notice Uber wants to take your business. What do you think? I would love to hear from you. I'm fascinated by business and by people. So, you know, I love it when I hear stories like this because it just really makes you think about, okay, what does this mean for the sector? What does this mean for your business? And actually, is this good for the consumer or, or not good for the consumer? Well, I guess there's an argument that all competition is good, right? So, you know, I guess a couple of takeouts in terms of my interpretation of this is that, you know, this business has been loss making for many, many years, but it has still been seen, you know, in a positive light because it's unique in its space. It's disrupted a sector that really needed shaking up. And they've built a brand which has incredible brand awareness, mainly through the technology platform. So is Uber actually a, you know, a ride hailing app? Is it a taxi service or is it a tech business? So that's one thing to think about. So when you look at your business, you know, are you in your sector or are you a tech business or something else in between maybe? So I think there's an interesting kind of point around investing for growth and whilst even being loss making for many years, as long as you have the liquidity to see that through, that, you know, you can actually establish a real market leading position by being disruptive in your space. So that's the kind of the first point. Secondly, I think is about diversification. So, you know, this diversification, and if you think about Uber, it's already started doing this, right, with the likes of Uber Eats, you know, and actually some of the food delivery uh, services out there. 
are being now contested by, you know, Uber as well. So again, moving into food delivery, okay? And now this latest development moving into the travel space. So I think it's an interesting time actually for a business like Uber. Clearly it's got the brand awareness, clearly it's got the technology platform, it's got the firepower in terms of financial liquidity, it is now in a profitable position. So in terms of sort of creating shareholder value, that's going to have gone down very, very well. And now this extra diversification into travel. So I wanted to share it with you because I think it's a big deal. And I would just encourage you to think about your own business or the business that you work in or the, the team that you lead. You know, what is it that you're doing to disrupt your space, whether that's in travel, whether it's in another sector? So what are you doing to disrupt and what are you doing in terms of technology led innovation? That's the other question I would encourage you to think about. And then thirdly, is diversification something that's on your cards or do you want to stick in your lane and just be an expert at what you do? That is also a very valid strategy. But what we're seeing here from this absolute, you know, huge organisation of Uber is diversification into adjacent sectors. So again, shaking things up. So, you know, whether you're a travel business or any other business, it's an interesting case study to actually think about and ask yourself those probing questions. What are you doing to disrupt? What are you doing to innovate? What are you doing with your technology? And what are you doing in terms of diversification? And finally, what are you doing about brand? Is your brand strong enough to be able to see through a threat like uber coming into the market so i would love to get your thoughts um i advise a lot of businesses on strategy turnaround growth scale up mergers and acquisitions etc so i'm always really interested when i see stories like this because it really promotes that sort of thinking to challenge ourselves to always be pushing on and being you know bigger and better you know so brave bold brilliant is all about pushing out of your comfort zone challenging the norm making the biggest impact you can and of course the brilliance comes through innovation it comes through people it comes through market leadership it comes through brand in so many different ways so yeah whatever you're doing today um enjoy it challenge yourself, think about how could you apply some of those elements that Uber has done in terms of coming into the travel space and also how are you going to respond with your business um, when you actually receive a threat from a competitor, an aggressive competitor like Uber. So let me know your thoughts, please, please, please. If you're not subscribed to Brave Bold Brilliant, please do. It makes a massive difference. I just want to share value. If you're not connected with me on social media, again, let's hook up. Let's get to know each other. And um, yeah, if you need any help or support or advice, you know, feel free to book on a free mentoring session with me. Or if you need any kind of, you know, want to bounce ideas around in terms of your strategy and growth for your business, then just give me a shout. So whatever you're doing today, remember, be brave, be bold and be absolutely brilliant. Take care, everyone. Bye. I really hope you've enjoyed Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Don't forget to subscribe and share with all your friends. And if you've enjoyed listening, I'd love it if you'd leave me a five-star review.